Self-worth is a sales skill. When your thoughts about yourself are solid and you have confidence in yourself and what you do, your marketing and sales will be way more effective and you'll make way more money. You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are and that someone is going to find you out, then you've come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side, but feeling unworthy and burnt out to making multiple six figures, helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make bank, and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD, and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hi, babes. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, multi-six-figure business and mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And before we dive into the episode, I would love for you to apply to work with me as your business and mindset coach in my one-to-one coaching program, Worthy and Wealthy. This program is for you if you're a coach who is ready to get out of her head and into the heart of her business. You want to feel like an expert at what you do so you can stop feeling like a fraud when you show up and sell on social media. You want to sell out your offer with four-figure clients. You want to be so confident in yourself as a coach and believe that you're a great coach that gets your clients great results. And you want to make money doing what you love, coaching other humans, and living your best life behind the scenes. My best life looks like a couple trips a year, Pilates three times a week, iced coffee, coaching my clients three days a week, and binging on reality TV on the weekends. And I actually just got some hokas, which are really good running shoes, and I'm going to start walking and running a lot more as we get into the summer months. Your life can be so simple, but at the same time, so full. I am doing a lot of the same things I was doing when I was making 3K a month at my government job, but now I'm making between 10 to 15K a month, and life is still fun, simple, and relaxed, exactly what I want it to be. And that's why my one-to-one program is called Worthy and Wealthy, because it's your worthy and wealthy life, exactly how you want it to look. So book a sales call for one-to-one coaching at the link in my show notes, and let's create your worthy and wealthy life in 2023. All right, let's get into the episode. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about sales calls today. But first, let me tell you a story. So one of my one-to-one clients in 2021 rarely got on sales calls. She felt like such a fraud. She felt like her work wasn't good enough and she just didn't want to be confronted with those crappy feelings that she felt whenever a sale was on the horizon. But when she did get on a sales call once in a blue moon, she would literally talk clients out of working with her. And I've done this before too. It feels like you're being nice or gracious or like you're a good person. And this is what it feels like with sales in general, honestly, like not even just being on sales calls, like on social media, you're more reserved and you rarely make an offer or talk about your offers because deep down you feel like a fraud. You're people pleasing. You probably even wonder if people should even be paying you for what you do. Forget about raising your prices or charging an amount that would make the work that you're doing actually worth it. So my client had all this drama llama around sales calls and she just truly felt like a fraud when she was on the calls and obviously her income was suffering because of it. So we started working together and we cleaned up her thoughts about herself, her thoughts around what she does and her thoughts about sales calls in general. And within one month of us working together, she got 
on a sales call and signed a 5k client. And then she continuously would close her sales calls after that. Like it was one of the biggest accomplishments in the whole time that we were working together. And truly it's because self-worth is a sales skill. And that is actually the name of the process that I lead my clients through in Worthy and Wealthy, my one-to-one coaching program. Self-worth is a sales skill because confidence in yourself and your ability to help someone will create more sales in your business and more money in your wallet. And here's where I get saucy. Your level of self-worth will kick any strategy's ass. You can't strategize your way out of low self-worth. You can have the best plan and the best strategy for your sales call, but if you feel like a fraud, don't feel confident in your prices, aren't comfortable handling objections, your plan doesn't mean shit. So let's make self-worth a sales skill for you today, and I'm going to share how to feel super confident during your sales calls and start converting them just like my client did, even if you feel like a fraud and it makes you want to run for the hills if somebody were to book a call with you. You will feel so much better about getting on sales calls and more confident in making the sale. So first off, you're going to remind yourself that this potential client wants to motherfucking be there. Maybe they filled out an application and then you sent them a call link and they booked. Maybe you have an application and a sales form linked together so they applied and booked at the same time. Maybe they slid into your DMs and requested a call with you. However they got there, they want to be there. They are interested in you and your offer. This may seem obvious, but it is something that my clients always forget when they're having a sales conversation. Someone would not be inquiring to work with you if they weren't even a tiny bit interested or if they didn't believe that you could help them, especially if they got on a sales call with you. Let yourself believe and have thoughts consistent with This person wants to be on this call. They want to be here. They want to ask me about what I do and if what I can do can help them. If you knew with absolute certainty right now that somebody was so interested in what you did and wanted to pay you, how would you feel about getting on the phone with them? You'd be pretty fucking excited. I'd bet. So they want to be there, right? Okay. But let's also remember, this is the second part. You are hosting this party. I always talk about how Instagram or whatever platform you use is your home, right? It is your home base. And when you create content, you are inviting people to your home. Your sales calls are no different. They may have booked the call, but you are hosting the call. It's like someone RSVPing to your party after getting the invitation. For us, RSVPing to our wedding, right? The invitation being your offer on your platforms. And then they book a sales call to work with you and then they show up at your party, it's your party. So that means you take control of the situation, right? I've definitely had clients or and I've even had calls where like I didn't start like taking charge of the call and it really, really screwed me up. So always start the call with a flexible structure of how it's going to go. You're taking control of where the conversation goes and when and this will help you feel so confident because you are determining the tempo of the interaction. And structure doesn't have to mean rigidity. Like I honestly just open with the structure. We chat. I tell them the logistics, which is also information they can find on the sales page and in the application form too. And then I answer any questions, fears, or hesitations they might have. The structure is for you to feel confident that you know where it's going and that you are in control. 
And this leads me to my next piece of advice for confident sales calls, and that's to eliminate anything that would make you feel anxious about revealing on the call, like the investment. I put all the details on the application about what they get, and I also list the price. Up until 2021, I didn't put the price on my applications. I just did the old, this is a four-figure investment, but I would feel so anxious about going into the call and them not knowing the price. It hijacked the entire sales call and I couldn't relax because I knew it was coming near the end. Putting the investment on my sales call application allowed me to relax and it also helped me stop telling the story that people are only applying because they don't know the price yet. And sometimes people hide the price so they can manipulate you into buying when you get in a conversation with them. And that is just not the vibe. That's not the vibe. You're a good-hearted, honest person that genuinely wants to help people and it will help both you and your potential clients when you're transparent about details that you own and step confidently into, such as the price. So then when people get on the phone with you, you know even more that they're serious about working with you. Okay, tip number three. A sales call isn't a performance, even though it might feel like one. And, oh my God, guys, side note. I saw a TikTok recently that described being neurodivergent as feeling like you're playing a role. I was fucking mind blown. Like you're not 100% on social cues or what you should be like if someone doesn't show you or you don't have an example. So you just play the part and it's a part of masking. Isn't that wild? Like I was like, this explains my entire life. Okay, but basically, especially if you're neurodivergent and struggle with imposter syndrome, you may feel like you need to put on a performance or prove your worth if you're on the phone with somebody. And here's what I think. They're not wanting you to prove your worth, but they do want to know if you can help them with their problem. And if we boil down to what you do as a coach or a service provider, at the core of it, you solve a problem or multiple problems that they have. And this is not about you and your worthiness. If they're on the call, they have a problem that they want resolved and they believe that you can help them, remember? But you don't need to perform. What you do need to do is to listen to them and hear how they describe their problem. And then you put what they say they need and what you do into a mixing bowl and you bake a cake for them that shows them that you can help solve their problem with the work that you do. Basically, you are demonstrating how what you do as a coach or a service provider will solve the problem that they have using their words so they understand. Hey guys, I hope you're loving today's episode. I am just taking a brief pause in today's episode to share with you a client testimonial. These testimonials are either from group coaching clients or clients who are in my one-to-one coaching program. And I can't wait for you to hear how I have changed their lives and their businesses for the better. I worked with Jill for a full year. And in that year, I went from being super stressed out, always thinking about my business, constantly living in scarcity and fear that I was doing something wrong, feeling like the energy I was putting in wasn't enough and that I needed to stress out to make money, to allowing things to flow effortlessly and calling in what I want and having space for my business. Thank you guys so much for listening. Now let's get back to the episode. So for example, you are a life coach for moms. A mom gets on the phone with you and she's like, I just really need to get organized so I feel less overwhelmed. And after you're done listening to her and asking her questions, when you explain how you're going to help her, you would say something like, in coaching together, we'll come up with a weekly schedule so you can get everything done without feeling overwhelmed. 
you'll be and feel so much more organized once we implement this plan. Obviously, if a client says something that is nowhere near your expertise in the work you do, then don't say that you do that. However, for the most part, potential clients are going to come to you based on your marketing. So they're definitely going to be a fit for the most part. Sometimes clients be crazy, you know, (laughs) and they're going to come to you with symptoms of their problem. And it's up to you to give them a treatment plan that combines the problem they want resolved and your expertise and how you can help them. So to recap this point, it's not a performance and potential clients aren't looking for you to prove your worth to them. They just want to believe that their problem can be solved and they believe that you might be the one to solve it. And in order to do that, all you have to do is listen. When you focus on listening to the potential client and hearing what they need help with and then combining it with what you can do for them using their words, there is no room for you to be in your head because you'll be listening to them. And that's another thing too. mind your brain when you're on the sales call. If you're hearing them explain your struggles and you're in your head saying, shit, shit, how can I help them? I'm not qualified. I can't help them. Come back to the present moment and redirect your brain to start listening again. And this kind of segues into my last point, but have thoughts on hand for yourself to think during the sales call, like breathe, smile. I'm doing a good job. They want to be here. I'm good at what I do. I can help this person. They must have seen something they liked and resonated with to be here today. I'm doing my best, etc. Having thoughts on hand for you to think will feel so much better than letting your brain run rampant with anxiety. And like I said, this segues into my last piece of advice, and that's to mentally prepare for your sales calls and even add something to the end of them to decompress. Before sales calls, I used to listen to a sales call confidence hypnosis that I made and that would always have me feeling so good and so confident and so ready to get on the call or I would do some EFT tapping for reducing anxiety and tapping into my most confident self I would repeat affirmations or meditate or do whatever to get in the zone I would set up my space and I would also pull up their application and make some notes so I was prepared I also had all my decisions made ahead of time. This is a huge tip. So for example, an extended payment plan. If someone needed one, I'm not just pulling numbers out of my ass on the call. I have made decisions about what I'm going to offer already if that circumstance arises. And then afterwards, especially if you're feeling super nervous on these calls, you may have a drop in adrenaline because of like the surge of anxiety and coming down from that may make you feel super down or critical of yourself and how you handled it so have a plan for that plan some breath work for afterwards or some EFT tapping or some shaking of your body or taking a nice long walk listening to a meditation or a podcast anything that will help you decompress and move on from the experience I do sales calls evaluations and I also encourage my clients to do them too so we can evaluate their sales calls and improve for the next time and it's really really helpful to do this. 
You do not need to be afraid of sales calls, my love. You don't need to do them actually, but I honestly think it's a good thing to do because you get in the habit of feeling confident in a sales conversation. Your clients will be extremely aligned soulmate clients because you get to meet them and feel their energy first. And it gets you comfortable selling high ticket verbally instead of just through DMs where you can totally hide behind the screen. And guys, I promise when you don't feel like a fraud and you feel confident in yourself and how you can help people, this will make sales calls so much easier and more bearable and less stressful. And dare I say, even fun. My client that I was talking about at the beginning of this episode literally said how much fun she was having on sales calls after I had been coaching her on her fear, her self-doubt, and her imposter syndrome. And this lighthearted, unattached feeling that she had helped her make so much money all from just self-worth and confidence and as a final note on this episode I want to talk about money for a second my client had thoughts about money as well as we all do especially around people having objections so firstly this is why you make decisions before no haggling or negotiating allowed you're a coach not a car dealership capiche you decide on your price and you can also decide on payment plan options and secondly you need to again remember that the person booked the call with you they want to be there and they want to invest approach their objections from the angle of they're just having normal human thoughts about the investment which makes total sense how can i help them feel more comfortable here and confident that their investment is safe with me And this is why the work on overcoming imposter syndrome and being so confident in yourself as a coach or a service provider is so damn important because you will be able to make someone feel comfortable in the conversation they're having with you and safe with making the investment in you when you are confident in yourself and how you can help someone. When you know you can get someone a result, when you feel like an amazing coach and so good at what you do, of course you can help your potential client feel safe in the investment they're making. Fear about not being able to get them the result, fear that you're not good enough, fear that you can't help them solve their problems, that shit can derail the sale so fast. Self-worth is a sales skill. When your thoughts about yourself are solid and you have confidence in yourself and what you do, your marketing and sales will be way more effective and you'll make way more money. I've seen it with every single one of my clients. This is the piece that you're missing. You don't need a million more strategies to implement. You need to implement with confidence and belief in yourself and what you do. And that's what I help you do in Worthy and Wealthy, my one-to-one coaching program. I help you show up on social media authentically, stop feeling like a fraud when you sell your coaching services, and sell with confidence. And as a result, you'll sign four-figure clients on repeat. One-to-one coaching will completely transform how you see yourself. You'll feel like an expert, you'll show up like one, and you'll work with soulmate clients that make you feel so grateful for doing what you do in your business. So book a sales call to link my show notes for my one-to-one coaching program, Worthy and Wealthy. I love you, and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to learn how you can work with me, where you can buy my best-selling book, You're Not Special, and how to get on my email list for free. Screenshot this episode and add it to your Instagram stories, tagging me at your coach, Joe. See you next time.